The most connected man in Washington, WSB's Jamie Dupree. He's on every day with Herman Cain. 1106 AM every day. Sponsored by Charter Communications on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. And to all of those that would like to destroy the future of the greatest country in the world, our message to them is the same as my grandfather's. Them that's going, get on the wagon. Them that ain't, get out of the way. Herman Cain. Herman Cain. Solutions for a better America. This is your host, Herman Cain. Thank you for joining us. Because you know we're going to tell you the truth. Give you the facts. So you can be better informed to help make this a better United States of America. Breaking news. Breaking news. Every day with Herman Cain and the most connected man in Washington, Jamie Dupree. Hello, Jamie. Welcome. Hey, Herman. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing real good. So Trump wins Arizona. Cruz wins Utah. They both hold serve. Yeah, they hold serve, except it was advantage for Trump because, look, uh, Arizona's bigger. There were 58 delegates there. Uh, Cruz did what he had to do by getting over 50% in Utah. In fact, he got much more than that to win all the 40 delegates there. Yeah. Actually, none of the races last night were close on any level. If you look at uh, first Arizona, Trump won by 22 points. Hillary Clinton won by 18. In uh, Utah, Cruz won by, what, that's 52 points over Kasich. Trump only got 14% of the vote. Bernie Sanders, meanwhile, won by 59 points in Utah, and Sanders won by 57 in Idaho. So nothing was close last night. If you were were given the points, like in a college football game, you were doing good yesterday because uh, uh, the the home team and the favorite uh, really won and won by a bunch. So Trump... Uh, even by splitting last night, yes, that's the headline, but he edged closer. He he extended his lead by 18 delegates overall, so that's good for him. And then for Hillary Clinton, even though she lost two states last night, Bernie Sanders, the last numbers I ran, Herman, he pulled back maybe a net of 11 delegates, and yeah. obviously he needs to net out a lot more than 11 delegates for every three states. She was able to win a bunch in Arizona, and then he was able to win most of them in Idaho and Utah. What really holds Bernie Sanders back is the fact that uh, uh, the Democratic states are proportional. And so you don't get that chance to win the big uh, bonus pool of delegates or anything like that, like in some of the Republican races. Now, looking ahead, we do have uh, this Saturday, we have three different states that will vote for the Democrats. How about these to cover, Herman? These would not be easy to drive to. Uh, Washington State, Alaska, and Hawaii. So there's uh, one reporter is not going to be able to cover all three of those. But those are the three states that have Democratic caucuses this, this Saturday. Saturday. And then everybody is off until April the 5th. That's the uh, uh, first Tuesday of April. And then you'll have Wisconsin. And then after Wisconsin, you have two weeks off until New York. So there's not much in the next few weeks. And I'm going to say this again because I do think it's important. It's difficult if you don't have enough money coming in or, frankly, if you don't have much in the way of momentum to keep things going. I mean, imagine who would you rather be right now in the individual races? You would certainly rather be Donald Trump. You would certainly rather be Hillary Clinton because you're ahead. You're looking at a four-week period here where there's only a few states, and it's hard for the your opponent to make up much ground, A, and B, to create momentum. I mean, this is sort of like if you're in the World Series and, uh, you know, you're not playing for another five days. It's hard for the other team to sort of gin things up against you because nothing's happening. So as we look at the calendar ahead, there are only, I ran this yesterday, there are only five true winner-take-all states left for the Republicans. Those are Delaware, 
Nebraska, and then three on the last day in June, New Jersey, South Dakota, and Montana. There are four states that are winner-take-all in the sense of there are some delegates for statewide and then the individual three delegates each for every congressional district. Those are Wisconsin, Maryland, Indiana, and California. So that would allow people to take a bunch of delegates uh, along with winning statewide. So it's, uh, I, I still say uh, I, I can imagine a scenario where Donald Trump does not get a majority of delegates, but I still don't think that's going to happen. Uh, if he's win, say, within 100 or so right before the convention, I think he'll find his way there. But obviously he still has to perform. Well, what was it the other night in the NCAAs? Uh, where he had Northern Iowa ahead by 11 with, what, 38 seconds to go or something like yep. that, and they couldn't close the deal. That's you right. know, Donald Trump always talks about closing the deal. He's got his chance. I still think he's the favorite to do it, but he's got to show that he can do it over the next couple of months. And, you know, you mentioned John Kasich said, you know, over the past couple of weeks, because he was still hanging in the race, he got more attention than he had gotten for six months. Well, it's going to be even harder for him to get attention yeah, I mean, during, this right. da- during this dry spell that you described. Yeah, and last night, uh, not only did Kasich not win any delegates, he did finish second in Utah, but he only had 17% of the vote. But Kasich had an embarrassing moment in Arizona where he finished fourth behind Marco Rubio, who's out of the race. And this is the interesting part. And, you know, I love the idea of early voting. I mean, I I love the idea of everybody having extra opportunities to get out there and vote. I don't care who you're voting for or what side you're on. It's just the idea that we should make it easier for everybody to vote. But in this case, in the primaries, you do risk when you have an extended early voting period that you are going to vote for somebody who is no longer in the presidential race. That's right. And that's what happened here. Marco Rubio got 13.5% of the vote. 70,000-plus votes yesterday in Arizona. But obviously, it was not uh, at the ballot box yesterday that he got most of those votes. It was in the early voting over the last few weeks. Theoretically, if Rubio had gotten the threshold 15%. Actually, there was no threshold in Arizona, um, okay. Herman, because um, uh, because it was winner-take-all. But I, I'll answer your question. Theoretically, you could still get delegates. His campaign would be suspended, and then it depends on what state or territory and their local rules, how those delegates are treated. For example, yesterday we had a dust-up in the Virgin Islands, which originally elected six people who were uncommitted. The hierarchy of the Virgin Islands GOP uh, invalidated those six and installed six other people, two for Rubio, two uncommitted, one for Cruz and one for Trump. Uh, uh, We're going to have a lawsuit over it, I'll guarantee you, and and a battle at the convention on who to seat. But it's a reminder that even now Rubio can get some delegates, even though he's out. Though like a few days ago, Alaska reapportioned his delegates. So it depends on the state. I know it's sort of maddening, but people will ask me, they'll send me a note and say, okay, what happens to Rubio's delegates? And I have to give them the wishy-washy answer, which is, it just depends. And it really does depend which state, because every state party deals with it differently. You said uh, the Virgin Islands yep. was the one that they had this controversy? Exactly, yes. Okay, what about American Samoa, which voted yesterday? They, they did nine uncommitted so oh. they decided to leave all their people uncommitted. Uh, so they, they, they will be another group of delegates and another delegation going to the convention that they can be wooed. And, you know, as a territory, that's really sort of not a bad idea in a situation like this. You, your nine delegates might be important. You might be a player. You might be a kingmaker. Uh, and that's why uh, you see some of the delegations. I mean, for example, Colorado and North Dakota will be going as uncommitted delegations. And then it gets even more important as to who exactly 
is elected to those positions. Are the delegates who are uncommitted, are they really Cruz supporters, most of them, or are they really Trump supporters? Uh, last weekend, for example, South Dakota was holding another step in their delegate selection meetings. And I heard from somebody who was attending and trying to get elected that most of the people who seemingly were getting the delegate slots right now and getting in line for them were Cruz supporters. Now, you could imagine on June the 7th that South Dakota could go to Trump and all those people would be bound to Trump on the first ballot. But if you got by a first ballot, they could then stand up and say, yeah, sorry, I'm not for Trump anymore. I'm for Cruz. So that's why this is uh, this is not only a test of Trump in winning delegates in the in the major, you know, actual voting that goes on, but also making sure that his people get in there and get elected as delegates, because there is a chance that things could not get to a majority. And then you're going to need to squeeze out every delegate you can get. What do you think of Bush's endorsement of Cruz? I don't think it matters, do you? I don't know. I don't either. I mean, you know, um, it's all in fine. I'm not sure that it really moves the meter at all. Frankly, I'm hard-pressed to tell you one endorsement this year that's made any difference, really. Uh, You know, in, in terms of just sort of... Uh, aggregating the uh, the not Donald Trump kind of thing. Yeah, for Cruz, it's fine. I thought it was interesting. They put it out in a news release at 6 a.m. this morning, so right. it wasn't like they were going for maximum impact or anything like that. But, uh, no, I don't think it makes much of a difference. But for Cruz, it allows him, I think, to uh, to get an entree to some of the Bush money people or some of the Bush supporters and say, hey, this, is, this can be your home right now. Jump on board with me. But I, I don't think it's going to make that big of a difference. There's no sign that Kasich is going to drop out, according to him. No, right? there isn't. Though I was looking, I was just rereading before before we went on the air, an article from four years ago in just a few weeks where we got through Easter and Rick Santorum was hanging on in the fight against Mitt Romney. It was the same thing four years ago. Santorum, Ron Paul, and Newt Gingrich were trying to scoop up delegates and deny Romney a majority so they could have an open convention. And Santorum, uh, through the Easter weekend, his one of his, one of his children was ill. Uh, I think he was also running short on money, and he decided to quit even before his home state voted in Pennsylvania in the latter part of of April. So, again, uh, the reason I mention that is for Kasich. I know he runs a low-budget operation. I don't mean that in a negative way. You can just tell. But still, you've got to have money that comes in, or as you always say, you've got to have your pockets wide open, and there's only so much you want to go into debt personally. So, yeah, this will be a difficult time. That's why I sort of look at—I hesitate to, to, to say this, but— he spent a few days in Utah recently. I mean, to me, he should only be in Maryland, Delaware, Pennsylvania, Connecticut, Rhode Island, and New York. Right. Those states are voting on the 19th and the 26th of April, and he should camp out in that area, the Mid-Atlantic and the Northeast, for the next five weeks and not go anywhere else. That's, you know, he can get back to uh, his home state pretty quick from there and be able just to be there day after day after day. Now, he's in Wisconsin today, and and. That's a possibility for him, though. I would think that Ted Cruz might be more likely there if you're looking for a candidate that is not Trump. Governor Scott Walker has said he will wait until after Easter to endorse. Now, we talk about endorsements. Maybe that one could move the meter a little, but we'll see. Maybe within the state, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, You know, some local people. I remember when I went to Walker's announcement, and I've been meaning to get in touch with a couple of the the local elected officials that I interviewed at his announcement just to see where they are now. You never know. Something like that might be able to sort of push them to one candidate or the other, and we'll have to see what Governor Walker does. What's this flap about uh, Trump threatening to dig up dirt <laughs> on Ted Cruz's wife? I well, hadn't heard that one. There was, there, there was an outside group that opposes Trump and have some people that are, uh, are, that are friendly to Cruz, 
and they put together an internet ad. It's not a TV ad. It's just one of those little pop-up photos that shows up. Right. And it shows a picture from a GQ magazine shoot a number of years ago with Trump's wife, who's a model. And let's just say she's not wearing very much at all, if anything. And uh, and the photo says, you know, meet your future first lady, vote Ted Cruz, something like that. <laughs> and so Trump was evidently aggravated about it. So last night he tweeted about it. And what's funny is if he hadn't tweeted about it, I don't think most of us would even know have known that this ad was out there. Yeah. But he said uh, he accused Cruz of, you know, using this picture of his wife. And he said, be careful, Ted, or, quote, I will spill spill the beans on your wife. Now, to me, <clears throat> that is a threat. You know, I mean, it's, he's saying that he's going to go after Cruz's wife. Cruz responded by saying that uh, uh, calling Trump a coward. Uh, again, I thought it was interesting. One of the few times that Trump has used his megaphone in a way that actually drew attention to something that maybe he didn't want people to talk about simply because he did on Twitter last night. I still believe in the principle, leave the families out of this. Sure. And I think it has a negative reflection on you if you try to, you know, go after them and this sort of thing. You can see all the details. I've got them on my blog at jamiedupree.com. Thanks a lot, Jamie. See you, Herman. You're listening to the Herman Cain Show. When you're listening to Herman Cain, Herman Cain, you won't miss any breaking news. And you'll never miss out on a single solution for a better America. Herman Cain is on Coast to Coast. Coming up, rapid fire. 877-310-2100. Cool Ray Carrier, WSC 24-hour traffic center. Instant information update. Looks like the cab authorities have finally opened all lanes after about an hour. 285 westbound, the inner loop between I-20 and Flat Shoals, but it's backed up. 285 southbound, down for Memorial Drive. Still 15, 20-minute delays there, but that's emptying out. Downtown, the crash off to the right. It looks like 7585 south and North Avenue, but you're slow from the Herb. The 85400 merge. Crash investigation still slowing you down. 316 eastbound at Barrow County at Patrick Mill. Traffic trooper P4 in Douglas County on the west side says left lane blocked. Remnants of a rollover crash, 20 westbound west of Post Road. Doug Turnbull, WSB. Franklin is part Beagle and part Yellow Lab. He was rescued in 2010 from the streets of Los Angeles. Somebody threw him out of a car and shattered his leg. He was malnourished and emaciated. He was also shedding excessively, prone to a lot of ear infections, and he wasn't eating. That led me to look for other food sources for Franklin, including a raw dog food diet. I found the uh, the entire recipe, which incorporated raw meat, eggs, rice, Dinovite, and Lico chops, his omega-3 supplement on Dinovite.com. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E.com. 859-428-1000. Now he's thriving. He never misses mealtime, and his coat is soft and shiny. He's shedding much less, and the ear infections have ceased. Like that you guys are focusing on rescue dogs, I think every rescue deserves at least 90 days of Dinovite. Oh. 859-428-1000. Start that little pet off right. Just go to Dynavite.com. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E.com. Friends, you know I believe we are headed for a recession in this country. If I'm right, you know your investment portfolio is really going to suffer. That's why you need to call my friends at ITM Trading and get some advice on buying gold today. Through the years, gold has served as a hedge against inflation and protection against the destruction of paper investments. What is our economic future going to look like? We are only going to know that for sure when we look back in the rearview mirror, and that will be too late. ITM Trading has been America's trusted source for precious metals since 1995. They have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. Call them at 1-888-O-W-N-G-O-L-D or visit them online at itmtrading.com. Remember... 
You don't have to be a millionaire to own gold. They offer free shipping on purchases as low as $500. Speak with a precious metal specialist now. Call ITM Trading at one 888 gold That's one 888 O-W-N-G-O-L-D. As a board-certified physician, I've seen recent reports showing an alarming increase in the number of men who are suffering from erectile dysfunction or PE. Erectile dysfunction is a condition that no man should have to accept. As a doctor, I've been treating men with erectile dysfunction and PE successfully for more than 20 years. Our doctors know that a great sex life is just one office visit away. No matter what your age or medical history, even if you have prostate problems or diabetes. If Viagra and Cialis have let you down, our local doctors can help almost any man with a custom blend of safe prescription medications. There's no surgery, and best of all, it's guaranteed to work on your first visit or the medication and visit are both free. Appointments are filling fast. Call the Physician's ED Center right now at 404-721-1720. That's 404-721-1720. Call 404-721-1720. Dad, you know what I like? What's that, Daniel? Reliable Heating and Air is a family business run by you and me, and our family gets the pleasure of serving Atlanta's families. It does make a difference having someone you trust who's like family doing your heating, cooling, plumbing, and electrical work. Reliable services all brands, but we are Atlanta's train comfort specialist. And you know, it's hard to stop a train, especially with their 10-year parts and labor warranty. We're Reliable Heating and Air on the web at ReliableAir.com. Few things are more important than your eyesight. Your eye care professionals at Pearl Vision accept most major health plans. Use your flexible spending account to cover the cost of an eye exam and your next pair of glasses. Get up to 40% off a second pair when you use your benefits. Schedule an eye exam today at your neighborhood Pearl Vision Center. PearlVision.com. Valid prescription required. Valid at participating U.S. locations. Some restrictions apply. See store for details. Offer ends 4216. Eye exams available by independent doctors of optometry at or next to Pearl Vision in most states. Doctors and some states are employed by ProVision. It's Mark Aram here with an admission to make. Back in the day when I used to fly in the chopper, I might have on occasion asked the chopper pilot to fly over my house so I could take a look at my roof because there's no way I'm climbing on my own roof, but I just want to see what was going on up there. Well, fast forward to 2016, I am no longer in the chopper and I had a little leak in my attic, so I was worried about my roof. What did I do? I called Dr. Roof. They came out to my house And let me tell you, folks, they were phenomenal. First-hand experience with these guys. They're professional. They're organized. They diagnosed my problem. It was a minor fix, and they took care of it. Over 95,000 satisfied customers since 1988 for Dr. Roof. Listen, you can't stay in business that long if you aren't doing great work. Dr. Roof is the best in the business, and frankly, not even close. They stand up by their work, offering a 25-year no-leak guarantee. When it comes to your roof, There's Dr. Roof and everyone else online at drroof.com. This is WSB Meteorologist Kirk Mellish. I'll tell you if the warming trend will continue in 10 minutes or on demand at wsbradio.com. Herman Cain's Rapid Fire Flashback. Absolute Flashback. Liz from Florida, we're going to start with you. I'm in a state of outrage right now about Obama's 18% increase for past presidential benefits. I've seen conflicting reports about it being a proposal or a done deal. Not sure which it is, but either way, I mean, isn't that completely tone deaf and cold at a time when Americans have had flat income for 15 years and 
pensioners and Social Security benefits haven't gone up. And he wants an 18% increase in benefits for a very small group of millionaires. The first thought that occurred to me, Liz, was most of them are millionaires for one reason or another. Secondly, (laughs) secondly, they justify not giving a cost of living increase to people on Social Security by saying that the cost of goods didn't really go up enough. The problem with they haven't been buying hamburger meat. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) They're eating caviar and filet mignon. (laughs) (laughs) Or as Shane would call it, filet mignon. No, I call it fillet mignon. (laughs) (laughs) Fillet mignon. (laughs) With a glass of close Du Bois. And the thing about this cost of living increase thing, they do it, they calculate it based upon what they call a market basket. But a lot of things they don't put in that basket, like energy costs. I don't even know if they put gasoline costs in there. So, you know, seniors who need that cost of living increase, you know, they're really getting ripped off, to be perfectly honest with you. But I'm with Liz in terms of being out of touch with what's going on, to be proposing an 18. Who gets an 18% increase? People who have jobs don't get 18% increases unless you get a major, major promotion or something like that. So she raises a very good point. Maybe it's not a done deal yet because it has to be put in the budget by the House of Representatives, and maybe that's just his proposal. But he's got a lot of stuff in that proposal that's never going to see the night of day or the day of night. Which one is it, Shane B.? That old saying is it the night of Let's day. Just let it be that. Or the day of night. The light of day. The light of day. Got it. In other words, it ain't that dog ain't gonna hunt. Now, see, I can understand that kind of language, you know. That dog ain't gonna hunt. <laughs> Neither is that cat. <laughs> you talking about Ashley's fat cat? Ashley does have a very overweight cat. Folks, Ashley's got one of the fattest cats. <laughs> But he's so on the, cute. Oh, on National sure. Puppy Day, I'm going to send Bob Barker after your cat. <laughs> oh, no. And let it run around the block and lose some weight. Sick him. Sick him. You're listening to the Herman Cain Show. Rapid fire coming up. Um, my girlfriend is expecting a one in a million engagement ring. Okay. Am I really going to find it at Shane Company? Well, let's do the math, Rob. Shane Company always has around 1,000 engagement ring styles and around 18,000 loose diamonds, rubies, and sapphires. That's 18 million ring and gemstone combinations. Okay, but what if she's got a particular style in mind? You mean like vintage, halo, a designer look? Yeah, she showed me some designer rings. Designer rings aren't unique because they're in so many stores all over town. Other jewelers love to sell them because they carry a 40% premium just for the designer brand names. Wow. Does that sound like the jeweler has your best interest in mind? (laughs) No, it doesn't. Shane Company and Shanko.com have all the designer looks other jewelers have, plus hundreds more exclusive styles without those outrageous designer markups. With all the money you save, you can get her a bigger and a prettier diamond. Okay, now I know for sure I'm getting her engagement ring at Shane Company. And now you have a friend in the jewelry business. 
Atlanta's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic. News 95.5 and AM 750. WSB Atlanta's news starts now. It's 1130. I'm Sabrina Cupid, live in the WSB 24-hour news center with continuing team coverage of the Brussels terror attacks. As a manhunt is underway for suspects in the attacks, the U.S. is trying to account for missing Americans in Brussels. Correspondent Cami McCormick. The State Department says it's still assessing the impact of yesterday's attacks, but is aware of about a dozen Americans who were injured no deaths. Some Americans do, however, remain unaccounted for, and Belgium has not released nationality information for reported fatalities. More than 30 people killed, nearly 300 more hurt. Americans are under a travel advisory to Europe. Belgium's airport will remain closed through Thursday. GOP presidential candidate Texas Senator Ted Cruz says he will not apologize for suggesting that police should patrol American neighborhoods where Muslims live. Standing by his statement that police should be empowered to patrol and secure Muslim neighborhoods, Ted Cruz tells CBS News the risk of radicalization exists. You have communities, for example, in Minnesota, you have communities in Michigan with heavy concentration, and you have incidences of radical imams preaching jihadism. While Donald Trump says he agrees with Cruz 100%, the remarks have sparked a backlash from Democrats and Muslim groups. New York City Police Commissioner Bill Bratton says Cruz is, quote, really out of line. Stephen Portnoy, CBS News, Washington. And Ted Cruz has picked up a big endorsement from one of his former rivals, Jeb Bush, throwing his support behind Cruz now. Republican presidential candidate Donald Trump remains in the lead among Republicans, and Hillary Clinton is tops for the Democrats, according to a new Quinnipiac University poll that was just released this morning. Update now on a story from Atlanta's Morning News. I ran out, and I saw firefighters flying past me screaming, get out, get out, get out. A fire and evacuation at the telephone factory lofts on Ralph McGill Boulevard along the the Atlanta Beltline, WSB's Richard Sangster says it appears that fire started on the roof. Everybody got out safely. WSB News Time, 1132. This news update brought to you by Bellamy Strickland Chevy Buick GMC Truck. WSB meteorologist Kirk Mellish delivers Atlanta Radio's only five-day forecast. Accurate and dependable every morning, noon, 5 and 6 p.m. Depend on it on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. It's March Mayhem at Bellamy Strickland. William Strickland for the truck capital of Georgia. The proof is in our pricing with new Chevys, Buicks, and GMCs tagged with thousands of dollars in savings. Pick your tag in a laid-back, easy atmosphere with Bellamy Strickland, Chevy, Buick, GMC, and McDonough or BellamyStrickland.com. You never think about your roof until water leaks in. It's Dave Baker, Home Fix-It Show host. No topic gets more questions in roofing, and the only roofer I recommend is Findlay Roofing, Atlanta's most trusted and recommended roofer with a 10-year no-leak warranty. Findlay has installed over 42,000 roofs, including mine. Seeing water spots or streaks? Is your roof older than 15 years? Get a free roof analysis by calling 404-ROOF-ROOF or see Finley on the web at roofroof.com. Blake Cooper here for Cooper Piano. During our Madness During March truckload sale, save thousands on Steinway, Yamaha, Baldwin, Kawhi, and Kanabi. Buy a grand and get a free digital piano. That's Cooper Piano, 85 Access Road South, between Claremont and North Druid Hills. Online at cooperpiano.com. There is something good to come out of the stock market crash after all. Interest rates are at near historic lows again. 30-year rates are back in the threes, 15-year rates in the low threes. Eric Erickson here. My friends at Bright Path Mortgage are mortgage managers always looking out for you and no-call specialists. They're fast, faster than a rocket, and so easy I've refied with them twice. Purchase, refi, or reverse, call Bright Path, 678-707-6300 or brightpath.com. NMLS number 177208. NMLS. MLSConsumerAccess.org. 
At RBM of Alpharetta, our customers say it's the big things we do and the little ones that make the Mercedes-Benz buying experience so enjoyable. RBM of Alpharetta, where you'll find your experience is our difference. Exit 12 off Georgia 400. Well, we've had our new Hot Springs Spa for a couple of months now. It's the best spa we've ever owned over 20 years of spa ownership. And, yep, we got it in Georgia from the Georgia Spa Company. Best therapy, and I love that salt water system it has. And right now, Georgia Spa Company, 0% interest over 60 months. It's just a few dollars a day, and it's money well spent. Three stores, Kennesaw, Buford, and Athens, on the Internet at georgiaspacompany.com. Homeowners, Atlanta is poised to have record levels of rainfall. Water can cause serious damage to your foundation. EverDry Atlanta can come to your house in the next 24 hours to give you a free evaluation. Call EverDry at 678-741-2900 or search everdryatlanta.com. The information you need and the truth you demand. Atlanta's Evening News with Eric Erickson, 5 till 7 every day. News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Live team coverage of traffic and weather. Here's Doug Turnbull. And right now, with our biggest traffic jam, Sabrina is going to be focused on the downtown connector. A crash looks like off to the right, and maybe it just cleared, actually. WSB Jam Cam, connector south of North Avenue. Traffic Trooper Jeff says you start hitting the brakes, so 85 south at Cheshire Bridge Road. Most of the delays emptying out into Cab County. The earlier trouble, 285 south or west below I-20 on the interloop. Doug Turnbull, WSB. I'm WSB meteorologist Kirk Mellish with Atlanta's most accurate dependable forecast at 10 on the Mellish meter this afternoon. A mix of clouds and sun, high 72, low 52. Tomorrow, a 30% chance of a shower or thunderstorm before noon, 80% likely late afternoon or evening, high 72. Friday, turning mostly sunny afternoon, high 69, lows 40 to 45. Right now on Peachtree Street, we have sunshine 58 degrees at 1136. With news on the hour, the half, and when it breaks, I'm Sabrina Cupid, News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Depend on it. I'm WSB's Mark Aram The WSB 24-hour breaking news center is on alert. alert. With immediate breaking news, severe weather alerts, traffic red alerts. alerts. From Cobb to Cherokee, Carroll to Gwinnett, Fulton to Forsyth, and all the rest. All the rest. WSB. WSB. Depend on it. But I'm going to try to explain. <laughs> Welcome back to the Herman Cain Show. Thank you for joining us. In a previous segment, John, thank you for that. I sort of mixed up an old saying, you know, I was saying the night of day when I meant the light of day. But John, I can make a case for the night of day. You see, Easter is coming up this weekend. And I want to remind you all that on Good Friday, it became totally dark in the middle of the day. How about that, Shane B? That was the pivot of all pivots. <laughs> there will be no more pivoting from here on out. Am I correct or not? <laughs> yes, you are. At high noon, we saw the night of day on Good Friday leading up to Easter. It's in the Bible. How do you explain this, uh, this fine Wednesday? <laughs> So, I'm the pivot master. So, there is some meaning to the night of day. But thank you, John. Because if you had not sent this sarcastic picture, I wouldn't have funked that. 
877-310-2100. Rapid fire. So many listeners to talk to. So little time. How does Herman cover so many topics with so many people? It's rapid fire. Every day with Herman Kane. Randy from Oklahoma. You've got a minute on rapid fire. Yes, sir. Thank you, Mr. Kane. Long-time listeners supported your political campaign. Thank you. But I'd like to say that I adamantly disagree with your thoughts of leave the family out of it, uh, especially when it concerns our future first lady that will be a role model to, to millions of young ladies in our country. Right. Uh, in, any parent that has, uh, you know, grown children, we cannot control what our children do, and I understand uh, you know, maybe leaving the children out of it, but we're speaking about a first lady. And to have a first lady that's appeared in, in very, very provocative advertisements, I don't think it's setting a good role model for our nation's young ladies. I respectfully respect uh, your opinion. My point is, why go and dig up that kind of stuff? Because you can probably dig up something that's, uh, not desirable to show to your kids on just about anybody if you dig far enough, go back far enough, and this sort of thing. I understand what you're saying. No, you would hope that if if Melania became the first lady, you would hope that that wouldn't be the picture that would be flashed all over the place all of the time. But I understand what you're saying. Yeah, they should represent a good role model. That part I do agree with you. It's okay. 877-310-2100. Kyle. From Florida, what's on your mind? You've got a minute on rapid fire. How you doing, Mr. Gaines? Yes. Uh, I just got a quick thing, not to step on what the previous caller just said, but um, when Ted Cruz started this whole family attack ad, and then Trump rightfully has a right to be upset and defend himself accordingly. However, how hypocritical is it of Ted Cruz to say, that Donald Trump is a coward when Cruz is the one that initiated the entire attack at. I don't know for sure. You might be right as to who initiated the attack ad, who went back and dug up that. Look, Trump's wife was a model before she was Trump's wife. I understand that, and I have nothing against her for that. That was her choice. Yeah. However, I just think it's 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 wrong and a cheap shot, in my opinion, for Senator Cruz to um, dig that up and throw that out there for the hounds at the mainstream media right, to right. double up and another negative ad on Trump. No, I agree with you on that. No, I'm agreeing with you on that. Um, what I'm saying is I don't know firsthand that Cruz is behind it. Maybe, probably, I, I don't know. But I'm saying you can't hold it against somebody for what their wife did professionally, which was a legitimate profession before she became his wife and this sort of thing. I'm saying. I, I agree with that. Yeah, the, so you and I are in, in agreement on that. But uh, people say that Ted Cruz is responsible for getting that out there. But I'm just saying I don't know for sure if that's the case. That's all. Okay. Okay. Not Not sure if that's the case. But thanks a lot for the for the call. We do agree on on the most important part. 877-310-2100. Hello, Drake. Welcome from Florida. What's on your mind? You've got a minute. Hey, yes, sir. My, my question is, it's a really deep question. Uh, would if Donald Trump wins the nominee, right. would it be wiser if he picked uh, a black fellow like yourself 
or Dr. Ben Carson, or would it be wiser to pick a crazy, hackling hyena like Joe Biden for for insurance purposes, like President Obama did? Do you pick a crazy guy to, to keep yourself alive, or do you pick a sharp black fellow like yourself or Dr. Ben Carson, because that'll, that'll kill the, the racist that he's racist, which we know he's not. Yeah. So do you pick a crazy guy, or you pick a sharp black fellow like you, one of you two guys? Well, thank you for the compliment. Let's go back to President Obama's pick. President Obama made a strategic political selection when he selected Joe Biden. Obama had not been in politics that long, and so I see his selection of Joe Biden as purely politically strategic because Joe Biden had been in Congress a long time. He'd been a United States senator. He knew all of the inside rules and so forth. So Biden's selection brought along a lot of the establishment people. That was smart on his part. Donald Trump, Donald Trump is going to have to decide does he want to pick a candidate that's going to truly complement his leadership style or pick a candidate that might appeal to a certain part of the country, a certain demographic like blacks or select a woman that appeal to women? I don't think Donald Trump is going to go that route. I don't think he's going to make a politically correct decision on VP. So I don't know. However, uh, you mentioned Dr. Ben Carson. I, my personal opinion, I like Dr. Ben Carson, but I just don't see him as uh, being able to at least get along as good as you can get along with Trump in terms of the divergent personalities, even though they buried the hatchet. Um, some people have said that Donald Trump is going to pick a political insider, meaning somebody that holds elective office. That would be one of the people who've been running in this race. We just don't know. But as soon as the media and the establishment think that they have figured out what Trump might do, he does something different. So I can't speculate, Drake, because it's wide open. And right now there are just rumors out there about who the VP pick is going to be. But you better believe whoever Donald Trump picks, if he gets the nomination, and it is the nominee's choice, if he gets the nomination, you better believe he's going to pick somebody that's going to stir the waters just like his whole campaign has been doing from the beginning. Thanks for the call. Pam from Florida. Welcome. What's on your mind? You've got a minute on rapid fire. Herman, I just wanted to comment. Uh, people need to know that there are similarities between Trump and a great man in Winston Churchill. Yes. They changed parties. Yeah. Winston warned the government that he was representing, and they refused to listen to him. Ah, did not know that about Winston Churchill. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And uh, he marched on in spite of those people that Chamberlain and the others that, you know, tried to knock him out. Right. So, America needs to look at the great man that we know Winston Churchill was. Yes. And, and the great man that Trump can become. That's a good point in terms of people are seeing shadows. They are, they are looking at things that's part of the political noise. It's very similar to the other day when I said, look at the criticism of Ronald Reagan when he ran for president back in 1980. Yes, sir. You know, he... 
He was a Democrat and became a Republican. They tried to make that into a big deal. Uh, he yeah. came out of the entertainment industry. Trump has a lot of entertainment industry background as well as real estate. So they try to use your previous success against you. Um, right. Foreign policy experience. Hey, you learn this. That's why we have experts in this sort of thing. And uh, the fact that he campaigned on federal government was too big. They said this about Reagan. Well, guess what? It was too big. And he worked to try to trim it down. But thanks for raising the, the, the comparison with Churchill, because you're right. That was just as much controversy associated with Churchill uh, when he was running. But the people, the people, Pam, said, we want a Churchill. And if the people say, we want a Trump nominee and a Trump president, we the, ought to get it. We ought to get it. You're absolutely right. The, West, the rest of these establishment folk ought to just get on board if that's what the people want. Thanks, Pam. Yes, sir. Bye. 877 Kent from Indiana. You yes. Have, you've got a minute on rapid fire. All right. Thank you. I love your show. I've been listening to you for a couple years now. Thank you. And uh, I'm in favor of the flat tax or the fair tax. Okay. But uh, I guess my question is how the different states would handle their taxes. The uh, state of Indiana, I mean, it's like we're taxed to death. Right. Uh, you know, we, we uh, pay state tax, income tax, uh, uh, county tax, sales tax, excise tax, property tax, wheel tax, and uh, <laughs> you are you know, taxed to death. <laughs> yes, you're right. And, and what I, about I, the I, spokes on the bicycle? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I've got a lawnmower trailer that I haven't used for two years. Yeah, and I paid twenty dollars for uh, wheel tax. Good so grief! Set out in the backyard. Wow. And and I see uh, you know people out there that that, you know, are getting government help, which yeah. I don't have anything against that if they need it. Yeah. And uh, I see people on disability, and, you know, they're out there doing jobs and getting paid cash, and and they're not, they're not paying any tax. See, what you've alluded to, and I'm going to ask, I'm going to ask you a question. Shana B is going to be surprised that I know the answer to this, but he's been surprised at other things before. First of all, um, if at the federal level you pass either the flat tax or the fair tax or the Donald Trump tax or the nine, nine, whichever one you pass, states are going to have to adjust. Some states tax their citizens as a percent of what you pay federally. So if a flat tax goes into effect and your federal tax is lower, then the states are going to have to decide, do they still flex off of the federal tax rate or amount, or do they stay with that convoluted approach that they already use? I believe if we go with a flat tax or a fair tax at the federal level, most states are going to simplify their tax code in order to try and raise the same amount of revenue. But you're absolutely right. If we start the movement at the top, 
by simplifying the tax code, by replacing the tax code, I think it will have a positive ripple effect all the way through the states. Now, all of these other taxes that you all pay in Indiana, including bicycle spokes and lawnmower trailers and things of that nature, that won't be affected by what the states decide to do based upon what happens at the federal level. Let's get the federal level tax replacement going. And then the states, they will adapt. Thanks, Kent. You're listening to the Herman Cain Show. Delivering trusted solutions. Solutions. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.